I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Nobody does it better, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name is Marcus Spella. Jim Campbell's opposite me. Hello. Luke Moore's to my right. All right. And always to the left of me, it's Pete Donaldson. Hello, Marcus Vaught-Carbon. <laughs> Welcome to the Football Ramble, everybody. Is that a bit of Roger Moore? It's mm. a little nod to Roger Moore, because he was in The Spy Who Loved Me, and that was the song. So, Rog? And nobody did it better Mother. than Roger Moore, let's Mother. be honest. Radiohead did a lovely cover of that one. Oh, they did, yeah. MTV. They did, yeah. Roger, Roger Moore said that um, Sean Connery played Bond as a fighter, whereas <laughs> he himself played it as a lover. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Bond is, is Bond is crap in it. It yeah, really is fundamentally my, poor. My favourite Bond is George Lazenby because there's a bit in that Bond movie. I think we might have spoken about this before on the show, um, where something embarrassing happens to him as Bond, mm. and he looks down the camera and says, "Well, this never happened to the other guy." So James Bond knows he's in a movie, yeah. and it only ever comes up once. Yeah, my favourite Bond is Basildon Bond, the oh, Russ Abbott character. Russ Abbott, yeah, 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 Russ Abbott. Yeah. Mm. One for the teenagers again. Pete. <laughs> you yourself there, mate. You do love a premium Bond, though, don't you? Oh. Pete's a sort of guy comes with. Sort of family that would have like Russ Abbott on VHS. Yeah, How for dare you? Did you ever get bought one for Christmas? No, no, I didn't get have anything kind of like Any jolly. No, <laughs> did your dad get up at four o'clock in the morning to watch repeats of it? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> when films used to be on overnight, oh. upsetting. Good old Roger Moore, eh? Now then, Lionel Messi. Lionel? Lionel. Lionel. He's named Lionel. Lionel Richie, isn't he? Yeah. Lionel. 20-month jail sentence. He's uh, been confirmed by the Spanish Supreme Court. What? Yeah, 21-month jail sentence. Do you think he'll go? No. He just added one to that. He said 20 the first time. Did I really? It's going up and up. Well, For bad behaviour. If, if it gets to 24, then he's in trouble. <laughs> because uh, if under two years on certain uh, on certain crimes in Spain, they don't have to actually go to jail, which is makes it a mockery of the sentence. It sort of gets the point, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good if, if when the judge is dishing out the sentence, they would say, you're going to jail for yeah. 20... Two months. Yes. <laughs> Two years. Is it a leap year? Is it one day less? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. damn it. Yeah. Oh, he means one day, fewer. Of course what he does. does. Less. I never say. I, I'm usually yeah, pre- I know you're fastidious normally. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind, doesn't matter. What's play, fastidious? <laughs> the football team you play for. Fastidious yeah. um, <laughs> Albion, isn't it, Peter? Mm. Um, well, if, if Messi served his sentence, which kind of prison job do you think he'd be most likely to do? 
Jimmy. Well, I think um, obviously Messi's a he's, an, he's a winner, isn't he? He's a, he's a high achiever, so he'll be annoyed that he's got so confused um, that he's ended up in this situation. So you know, um, in prison, a lot of the times there's a sort of barter system that's kind of run by effectively the biggest dog in the yard who you, can, you controls know. all the contraband. Yeah, from my time inside, it was very much like that. Um, <laughs> I'm innocent, um, but yeah, um, I'd, I'd have Messi being like the, the sort of accountant to that guy, so he can actually learn more about how you how you do accounting and how you, you sort. All this stuff out properly. Um, and, You've and stolen this idea, haven't you? No, I haven't stolen. Have you this seen idea. the Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> yeah, come I, on. I genuinely haven't seen have the Shawshank not? Redemption. Oh, no. Have you not seen the Shawshank? No, I haven't. Bloody hell! I've it's not seen the Godfather, and I've seen the, uh, <laughs> the Shawshank Redemption. Well, there's a bit of that. Everyone's, Everyone's got their thing that I haven't seen, and they. In the Shawshank Redemption, he go, he gets, he, he gets sent to jail, uh, and it's obviously a horrific prison in Shawshank because of the conditions are so poor. But he eventually comes up with a way of, um, of using his skills which he's a very he's a very talented accountant to help out the finances of the people working in the prison right. therefore ensuring a better life for himself within the jail world oh, okay. themselves mm. so it's a very popular film and I, yeah. I've just happened to have an equally brilliant idea yeah. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. well done right. Jim um, Andy Dufresne yeah Lionel Messi uh, Luke I thought it would be nice to have him as sort of like the official record compiler of the prison so <laughs> he, he sits in an office um, sort of to the, to the side of the library yeah and like, rather like than just tasty. Being a, yeah, rather than being a straight <laughs> straight librarian, he um, he compiles the uh, non-fiction records like mm. most amount of days served, most amount of bad behaviour, raps. Because mm-hmm. he's so, obviously so good with the records, he breaks mm. all the records himself. I think he I think he'd enjoy that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Have you been watching Good Morning Vietnam? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that, and that's nothing to do with it. <laughs> Peter, which film have you plagiarised for your own? <laughs> None, uh, but I am aware that some... Anal Supermarket 3. <laughs> What's the supermarket? Your favourite film, you told me before. Yeah. Oh, Lou, it's changed his mind now. There's, there's no need for that kind of talk. He said it was a return to form after the disappointment of the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> they, they told all the story in the first one. You know there was two... You know, was two Edward, like, come on. Edward Peter's oh, hands. Uh, stop this, <laughs> There was two, there were two, come on, Marcus, stop. There were two, oh, yes, sorry, yes. I, there were two, I made a faux pas. There, there were two gentlemen. Edward Penis hands. Here he goes. What did they have in the tank after Edward Penis hands won? That's what I want to know. Still talking I don't about it. know if it's really about the plot. No, no it's about <laughs> a man with penis hands. So yeah. I always thought that fancy dress costume was Edward Scissorhands, Pete. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, mean, I, I told you I retired Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, well, you know, you and you spent like a load of money on an Edward Scissorhands costume and yeah. then basically fashioned a no end of reasons to wear it over and over yeah. again. Um, now you've retired it, is that what you're saying? Jury duty. <laughs> but it wasn't actually Edward. Edward Penis Hands, it was Edward No, it was Edward Hands. Can I just ask if Edward Penis Hands has hands instead of a penis? Oh, I'm Does sorry, it work both ways? I, I don't know, really. No, I, I, I've, not, I've not seen it. I said it for comedic effect, but oh, I have so not actually seen it. bleeding question. <laughs> license plates! Okay. You know, right. like, how, how people in jail, they make license plates. Obviously, he's friends with loads of footballers who yeah. love personalised license plates, yeah. and also they write their cars off quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. So he'd probably be incredibly popular if he made license plates, okay. like every other prisoner. I see. Incredibly have any, logical. Have you got any other example license plates he could potentially make? Like, I ate Pete or something? I ate what? Pete. <laughs> Pete. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, the license plate's personal. I'd have to have a certain message on the Oh, right, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't, didn't think that far. Examples to, to back up your answer. Well, I didn't, I, I didn't think that far. There okay. we are. It's a, a good, if limited way to get messages out to the outside world. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Send help? Question <laughs> mark. Well, I, uh, you touched on this uh, subject in the live show, and I did make the point that you know how he had like growth serum uh, to H- get hormone big hormone, treatment, hormone, hormone treatment. Hormone treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it Dr. on his Manhattan. Head. <laughs> Is that when he had longer hair? He put it on. Yeah. No, he had. <laughs> He's like uh, Samson. He had. Yeah, he had a hormone therapy, and he could have like 
homotherapy to make him smaller, mm. and he could just slink out of the jail isn't, and out, out over the wall. Isn't the hormone therapy given to people, uh, women who go through the menopause? I think you mean growth hormone. Yeah. Yeah. It's you gave thing. me hormone therapy. Did I? Oh, yeah. I must have got it wrong. It's growth, <laughs> growth hormone. We'll yeah. get there in the end. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if he'd build his own prison like Pablo Escobar. It could do. Mm. Just put it on the side of the new camp and carry on as normal. Yeah. <laughs> Just going for me hour exercise now. Second half. No, his punishment would be he'd have to play for Barcelona B, yeah. and they could never get promoted. Yeah. So they're winning the league by fifty points every season. But you only, only get an hour exercise, apparently. So you'd only have to get the second half. Yeah, well, there P- we are. Perhaps some of the team talk. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, would go for. There's always talk about um, problems with s- surrounding soap in prisons. He'd be the soap fetcher. It's not a job, is it? Picking up the soap. Yeah, it is. It's not a paid job. That no, that's the, that's, it's you the pay worst for it job there is, isn't it? If, no, he'd be fine because he would. When, just, when the authorities finally catch up with you, you'll know all about it. Don't worry about that. With that, with that face, there we are. Let's give Pete the points. Yay! Well, I think that's Peter. the first I've had all season. Yeah, and yeah. it's right at the end, and there rightly so. Uh, <laughs> very much a, a charitable donation, there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, let's move on. He's already relegated. <laughs> <laughs> Crushes off. It's when Newcastle five one Spurs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Arsenal are the FA Cup champions. Yeah. Do you get a trophy for that? You do you indeed. Do yeah, you, do. you do. Yeah. You don't though uh, get a Champions League spot. So yeah. Arsenal have got two Europa League spots. At the live show, I made a hilarious gag about can they change them for for a Champions League spot, mm. Jim? And we're looking into it. Mate. No, they cannot. Yeah, um, uh, the kind of the most successful side in the world's oldest cup competitions history. Yeah. And uh, Wenger's got seven, hasn't he? Which big is more Veng, than a lot of clubs. The FA Cup's most successful manager. Yeah. Lovely old what job. is he doing in the cup that he just can't do one off games? I, I think it's, yeah, it's the urgency of it. <laughs> I think the, the players in the league sometimes think, oh, it's all right, we've got a whole season to put this right. You mm. can't do that in the cup. I don't think he can, ra- he can raise the team's sort of performance week after week after mm. week, can he? But he mm. can for sort of and certain I, games. So I'll tell you they've beaten some good teams in that competition. They've been magnificent because I suggested uh, a few shows ago or a few weeks ago, however long it was, that the times they'd won the FA Cup recently it was against Aston Villa and against Hull City in the final and they'd have preferable draws in the latter stages of those tournaments despite beating you know Spurs and Manchester United on the way which uh, some people took umbrage with and understandably so this time round beating Manchester City in the semi-final and, and, the and, and the champions Chelsea in the final yeah. and Arsenal were fantastic and they were the best side from the from the word go they were brilliant absolutely were, brilliant uh, absolutely and it was a performance that I, I don't think anyone was really expecting or predicting no. I if you listen back to the preview show I suppose I sort of predicted Arsenal oh, winning God, I think we, we can go. cobble something like that so myself and Wenger were out on a limb there <laughs> <laughs> we, also, we were also saying that Chelsea had to have a bad day and they did have a bit of a bad day but I think also Arsenal rattled them by just getting into them really quickly because um, Azard and, and Kante weren't their usual selves like, there was everyone a few, looked few knackered in blue but, well, I wonder if John Terry's made them go out with him every single <laughs> night like, just to, to you know, commemorate his career and they're all just knackered from that um, but did you hear what um, Per Mertesaka said about Diego Costa uh, the, the, the plan that he and Rob Holding had for Costa. What was that? Apparently, Holding was just tearing into him the whole game, like mm. to it, like just just gobbing off at him really? the whole, t- the whole time. And Costa's obviously thinking, "Who the hell is this kid?" And apparently, Murtasaka was like just sort of patting him on the back and stuff, and being sort of like being really nice. And they they sort of did it to Do throw him. Yeah, it's, it's really strange, isn't it? I love that. That I is that's what you're missing with Big Per. Maybe I thought it was a real breakthrough performance from Rob Holding. I know, I know yeah. he's had. Um, 
and per, Mertesacker's got a lot of the plaudits, and you know, and, and that's fair enough because of the the, the turnaround in fortunes given the, the season he's averaged been mostly unavailable. But Rob Holding was fantastic. It was a breakthrough performance. I know he's played about, I think he's played eighteen games a season in all competitions. But and people know of him and know he's got potential at twenty one. But I thought he, he really showed a fantastic amount of ability on the highest on the highest level. Oh, sorry, on the, on the biggest stage, I suppose. And other than a, a sort of error of judgment for the Chelsea goal uh, from Mertesacker, yeah. actually they were Costa probably got to a bit quicker. They were really good and better as well. They're all they're all a bit on their heels for that. Other than that, I didn't think anyone put a foot wrong. And Holding made it clear that um, that, that they just wouldn't be bullied. And I think that was the biggest problem for them. We talked about it on Thursday. Hazard and Costa setting up against a makeshift back line like that, you worried for them. But then, but mm. some people were saying um, that Chelsea, that Conte had trained them too hard in the week leading up to the game, and it was finally catching up. I don't know if that's the case, um, but Arsenal was certainly the better team, and, and, and they richly deserved to, to, to win it. And not one player had a bad game; they flew out the mm. blocks. And Arsenal are that sort of team, speaking as out, someone outside of that Arsenal sort of fandom, who can grow into games. I mean, if they, if they, if they play a big game and they don't get hit early, they can grow into games. But at the same time, if they do get hit early, it can affect them quite badly. Like, like Bayern Munich and Very stuff like that. So, so um, they, Chelsea just looked shell shot. Like they didn't, they didn't know what was going on. And Arsenal could have been. It's not exaggerating that racing to say that Arsenal could have been three 0 up at half time. Yeah, they were very, very. Good. Should have been yeah, more than very, one goal up. Uh, well, we kept saying, I, I, we kept saying they need to get another one. They need to get another one because, I, and ultimately that was the case, wasn't it? Because they yeah. were pegged back when they were down. To t- Chelsea were down to ten men as yeah. well. I, I genuinely wonder if because Per Mertesacker hadn't played like, all year, basically the, the team were determined to effectively keep the ball away from him because they pressed really high all over the pitch and the extra level of commitment. If you're thinking of thinking of helping a player out mm. as magnificent mm. as Murtasaka was, he, he was superb. Um, I, I wonder if that that helped motivate them to just be a bit more on it and put in that performance. That you know, I said last week that they had to put in like they did against City. Yeah, but I think that was there's something in that because Arsenal with a real makeshift backline. There's almost a, a, a general consensus among that group, perhaps, to think right. We need to be at the races today. Yeah, we can't just turn up and uh, and not um, and not be on um, at the well at the races. To use that expression again, and with with Arsenal fans, it must be so frustrating to see them put in a performance like that. It's an obvious thing to say. But they can do it. Um, but that urgency... It's not frustrating when they win a cup, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's frustrating because why can't they go on and challenge for a league well, title? quite, yeah. Why do they get mugged off by their rival Spurs this season <laughs> so badly, you know? <laughs> um, but, but it, you know, it's a great cup win. They can do this. They can do this against the best sides. Um, is it because, like you say, they think, oh, we've not got our best side, we have to step it up? I, I think well, you, you see other teams do that. I mean, that, that's they almost it almost focuses the mind, doesn't it? You know, right? We've got to all be absolutely on it now. You can't mm. take anything for granted. We've got a you, can't be, you can't be complacent. <laughs> uh, Spinner's probably at fault for the goal as well. By the way, I mean, he got his hand to it, but it wasn't strong flappy. enough. He's very flappy and very sort of flat-footed. But my my analysis of it would be that, that Wenger isn't at a stage in his Arsenal management career now where he can raise them every single week. I mean, mm. if you look at it, and, and it's not to denigrate the goal because he's had a great career as a manager. But if you if you put that alongside their opponents at the weekend Conte's Chelsea Conte is someone who is in the prime of his managerial career and his intensity is very high mm. I just I, and clearly there are more than one there's more than one way to skin a cat in terms of managing a team but Wenger doesn't have that intensity anymore so it makes sense that he can raise them and they can raise themselves for these big showpiece occasions and let's not be childish about it they won the FA Cup and they richly deserve to do so and they should be congratulated for that but that's that's why I think that there's a difference between their cup form and their and their league form and that's been three out of the last four seasons really now so um, it's not a coincidence I don't think Isn't procurement a bigger problem because obviously Chelsea are way more money they, they certainly spend a lot of money and, and their team was certainly so much better than Arsenal's on paper but 
you kind of have to write, raise your game when you're, you're playing a team like Chelsea and Arsenal just don't have the, the, the personnel. Well, they beat them handily in the league yeah. in, in September. Yeah. And it's different. It seems well, that, like a lifetime I mean, ago now, but it happened. Before when... Uh, it still happened, Marcus. Well, it's it still did, the same personnel. Yeah. It yeah. did, but it wasn't the same Chelsea side. It became a very different beast after that. Um, but Spina started in goal. Actually, did make some good saves, yes. He uh, made a really the, good save later on. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. That was a bit of a surprise. Again, going into that game... They've not started their best goalkeeper. The back line we've talked about uh, and so on. Chelsea are the champions and, and, and are, you know, as the league suggests, the best side in England. Um, Spurs fans may say they finished the season stronger, but, but Chelsea are the champions. You just didn't expect this. And, but, but I wonder how much, and probably not so much, uh, if the goal from Sanchez made much of a difference. I don't think it did, actually. I think Arsenal still were pushing on and still looked good, but they mm. did get very far. Very lucky. Oh, very yeah. lucky. Yeah, very yeah. lucky. A double handball, was The referee it? was about three yards away, looking right at yeah, it as well. And, incredibly and, and, lucky. And when it. he discussed with the assistant referee, he thought it was about the the, uh, the handball, but it was actually about um, the offside, wasn't Aaron it? Ramsey, mm. yeah. yeah. Said and Sanchez position. was really clever there, because he, he clearly told Ramsey to leave it, because mm. he knew if Ramsey touched it, it'd have been offside. That yeah. was, so Sanchez did exactly what you'd expect him to mm. do. But, but Ramsey is interfering with play a bit. I mean, I well, think Chelsea in the very goalkeeper's um, eye line. Well, they're hard done by by the offside decision and the handball. Comes I... down to the referee's interpretation of the. Unfortunately, the referee's interpretation of the handball as well was a little bit <laughs> a little bit awry. I, again, I don't really have a problem with it. You wouldn't call <laughs> yeah, it unfortunate, sure you don't. would you? I, I think the referee just went. Look, you've had so many chances in the box. Just yeah. you put that one away. Well done. But you're yeah. saying <laughs> that if you get five or six of them, it should count for one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. stuff like this benefit of the doubt. Stuff uh-huh. like this is why I've so consistently said we should not have ri- uh, video. Yeah, yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think um, everything went right for Arsenal, and, yeah, and, and it, it was one of those afternoons where it, everything clicked. And and even I mean, even though that happened, I mean, the sending off of Victor Moses as well played into their hands. But then Chelsea did what they do, and at one. And, and it almost shows a little bit that Chelsea perhaps were a bit more at the races, to use your term, than, than people thought. Because as soon as Arsenal did make a mistake, Chelsea were in there and they scored. Yeah. You know, and, and, and everyone in the box was flat-footed for that. Diego Costa did, did what he normally does. Um, so it is a testament to Arsenal. They managed to close the game out and, and, and hit back straight away. And, not, and, not, be, and mm. not, be, um, not be sort of affected by that because they are quite a confidence team. And it was, it was great for Aaron Ramsey to get another winner. It's another winner in the FA Cup yeah, final because yeah. he's had a bit, of a bit of a poor season, certainly goal-scoring-wise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's only, he only had one Premier League goal this season. That was Lampard-esque, that header. I mean, right, the timing yeah. of it was Lampard-esque. It was a fantastic header. Giroud who came on and then set up the He was, yeah, within yeah, about yeah. 30 seconds. And, and that's, not, that's another thing that worked well for Arsenal. And you can't pin, a, pin anyone on, on not performing. Another thing that worked well for them, their subs came on. They played with such intensity. Mm. intensity. I think he knew he was going to have to bring Giroud on. Um, and uh, Giroud was going to have to affect the game. Which And sometimes he doesn't always do that. Mm. But he did straight away, which is, again, fantastic. There, there were periods where me and you were shouting at the telly, they're going, you've just come on. Why? You're running around. I know. Yeah, Giroud's yeah. got a bit of that about him, hasn't he? Yeah. You just think I'm in the right position as a striker. I don't have to kind of chase the ball down. I'm not going to chase down the channels. What I would say is it was lovely to be uh, in front of a television and the FA Cup finals on, and I had a vested interest because obviously we had a short ado. Yep. And I was like, if there's extra time, We're this struggling. is going to make it difficult for us. <laughs> We're struggling. I was jumping yeah. around. I was on a lovely time. Yeah. 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 Uh, actually, going back to Victor Moses sending off, sending off. It's very rare that you actually see a, a, a second yellow for a yeah. dive. Mm. I thought that was actually a good bit of refereeing. He got married the next day. Mm. Mm. So to get, early, early, get an early finish. Him up a bit. Early finish. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Keep my powder dry. The thing is, if we win, I'm going to have to get pissed. Yeah. And I'll, it's going to be terrible for me tomorrow. A, long day, a wedding is a long day, isn't yeah. it? Especially yeah. if one of those ones where the wedding itself is at like midday and it goes all the way through. It's mm. the last thing you need. Bad idea. Yeah. Also, don't want to hurt anyone. And if this, you know, if this goes wrong, we get a penalty. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Moses has done what, done what's best for him there. Victor <laughs> Moses has done what's best for Victor Moses. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he has indeed. Um, speaking of such things, John Terry didn't get a, a Wembley Guard of Honour. 
Which no. Which is yeah. a disgrace, well, quite frankly. It would have been odd, wouldn't it? It would have been, yeah. yeah. Sorry, uh, do, you want, do you mind just cutting this one? <laughs> I know you've won the FA Cup. You nip that in the bud for us? We've got a few yeah. things to take care of. Yeah, sorry, do, Captain Leader Legend over here. <laughs> bring, it, bring in his own plinth on, knocking the other one off. <laughs> just with John Terry on it. Yeah. I, did, I did like those uh, kind of memes that go around Twitter of Totti's goodbye speech. Very mm. respectful yeah. of sort of like, yeah. I've become a man at this club. Mm. Uh, thank you so much. And John Terry's gone, well, I deserved it. I deserved I've everything got, I'm getting. I've got quite a few things to say about that later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold that thought. Um, incredible. John Terry did say he'd like to, to become a manager. But actually, just so we, we will um, add to this uh, John Terry chat, Peter. He said, I think I've got too much to give and I've learned too much not to pass that on. Good for you. Good for you. And that's, good, so, yeah. you know, Goodbye. That's, that's really John good. Terry's thinking, how can I get the headlines? I want to be a manager. <laughs> Everyone pay attention to me. <laughs> I might not have gone retiring. <laughs> might not have gone retiring. Yeah. Um, but it was... Uh, that's how he would talk. I think, I think for me... Um, as perhaps uh, in, in parts of this season an Arsenal sympathiser because not only is it just Jim but other friends of mine are Arsenal fans and I've just seen what's happened to their poor faces mm. um, the fact is that when Chelsea got that goal it was like oh no surely not this for yeah. Arsenal but straight back yeah they and, refused mm. to lose and I wonder, I wonder if and people have said this about Chelsea uh, and, and Spurs would agree and I know that they did look knackered so you can't deny that and, and, and obviously they were down to 10 but in the latter stages of that game Arsenal didn't look like losing that at all or, or at least uh, well as a chance to put it to bed oh, didn't he should, yeah. should, should have done better take, with, that, with his little highlights but I, I, people say actually try and get at Chelsea now yeah. I know that's easier said than done because then they play on the counter and they're yeah. devastating on the counter but that Chelsea back line Luiz has had a good season you know Cahill's a decent defender um, and you've got Azpilicueta as well so it is a good defence but they can be got at well, it's sort of like what happened to Man City at the start of the season because they started so well and then teams mm. started to realise if you if you get at them you can you can rattle them and that, that was how they that's I think know, where they went wrong wasn't I it? think Man City are softer centred than Chelsea though but no, I, 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 yeah, I, I, that's I, I know what you true, mean. but I, I think the principle's the same I think Luis uh, lost his marker for one of the goals and it was the first one wasn't it yeah. When you say, if you meant to say that about a striker, he lost his marker. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Sorry, but I mean, Luiz, he, he, no, he lost Luiz, the pass and he was supposed to mark. But you're I mean. right, though, because David Luiz is almost like he's trying to get away from the striker. <laughs> he sort of forgets his defenders. So he's, think, he's first and foremost, so is, well can I launch a counter-attack with this? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't scored. Yes, I can. Can I get a free kick <laughs> to shoot it in the he goal? He has been quite oddly disciplined this season, although I suppose Conte, when he brought him back to the club, if it was Conte that signed him, um, he, he, he pulled him aside and said, "Look, you, you know you've got talent. You've got this, that, and the other. You go out of that position, and I'm going to put your flip my boot inside your face, mate. You yeah, know, so yeah. he, he would, uh, no questions asked there. But um, uh, Arsene Wenger being asked about his future on the pitch, I thought that was poor. While the celebrations, yeah, I thought that was on. really, really unnecessary. That's not, that's not fair. And I know if Jim says this, his people are just going to go, oh, he's an Arsenal fan and playing. But I would like to nail my colours to that mask, supporting the Arsenal fans generally on that. Well, he's been asked this in every press conference for about the past six months. Like it he's going to give it up to someone. It was now. literally about five minutes after the game that they'd won the game. Sure. Just, the guy is like it's such an amazing servant to football generally he's, done, he's achieved a hell of a lot and he's having a difficult time he deserved to at least have a little bit of time to enjoy himself having lifted another trophy um, after such an embattled season uh, and that, they should have just left him and that's too much to ask and all the rest of it and they're never, we're never going to get what we want and that stuff but five minutes after just give him a bit of time you're going to get the thing is you're going to get post-match interviews and you're going to get press conferences mm. anyway so just leave it let, 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 it's just people desperately want to be the story don't they yeah. just, people uh, saying what, what about your future well immediate future oh. yeah I'm getting pissed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is your regard a wine? <laughs> I quite like I think the they've fact. got a word for wine in France. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. Um, he kept his medal, apparently. 
Arsenal yeah, he doesn't normally do that because it was there was talk that he would from him that he would give it away. Does he often give it away? He says he he finds someone at the club who didn't get one and he gives it to them. That's nice. Oh. Yeah. Mourinho gives his league as the league titles winners. Mourinho regularly well. lobs it in the crowd. He does. I've seen him do that. Does he? Yeah, right. he has done that. Yeah, I've seen him. I yeah. prefer the Wenger method there. Yeah, Wenger's a little, little less self-aggrandizing, isn't mm, yeah. it? Doing it on the quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Christopher Ray is still here. Have yeah. a medal. Yeah. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> and it, like and it won't be a projectile. By the way, you're being sold. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about the the playoff finals. My goodness. After this. I'm Limboy Primus and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Limboy Primus and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Before those player finals, it's time for emails with Pedro Donaldinho. Yes, hello from Baz. Yours always, he ends this email, which mm-hmm. I quite like. Uh, I knew the mention of Hilari on the subject line would get this uh, read out. <laughs> If it didn't work, Pete, you are a gent and a fantastic dress sense. So thank you. Uh, I, I love that. They, they even know how easy it is to get past. Yeah, that's yeah. made it in. If I put yep. this into the, into the title, it'll get in. Well, to be honest, it, it was one of the things It was the most intense firewall, isn't it? It was one of the, it was one of the few emails. Is that ransomware? It was one of the few emails that didn't involve a goddamn swing pole. Yes, I want that fight on this. Or Stonehenge, so there we go. People who didn't hear the last show, we talked quite a lot about how many, I don't know, why did we moving on from the nice email about me. I was done. No, I thought that was it. What? Oh, sorry. Carry <laughs> just on. write Hilario on yeah. the subject line. That's fine. Oh yeah, because you've been so stringent in the past. <laughs> sorry. <man. laughs> well, apparently the man himself is still at Chelsea as the assistant goalkeeping coach. Oh, oh that's amazing. I love it. Assistant. That's yeah. like the sub oh, goalkeeping coach. Years. That's brilliant. Well, like eight years, twenty appearances. He says an average of two and a half appearances a season as their assistant goalkeeping coach. You know, you know, what, you know what assistant goalkeeping coach involves? Mm. It involves going down the flanks in the warm up and putting the, the crosses yeah. into the, to the catch. <laughs> So still on the yeah. But I mean, but telling the assistant um, goalkeeper, presumably, how to just I warm hope, bench. I don't know. I hope Conte gave him his runners-up medal. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Um, so, uh, we had so many emails about this. Do you want to kind of give us a little... I was, I was the, uh... do, oh, sorry for jumping in there, Pete. I genuinely thought that was the end of the email. <coughs> but um, I don't actually remember why we were talking about it. Oh, it's a £170 million pound pound game, and you said it should be delivered in pound coins. Right, yes. And then we said, could that fill up a swimming pool? Good and we got. Lord. I saw we got a load so of tweets many. about it. Um with very differing answers but presumably someone's actually got to the bottom of it on email the answer They're, isn't a hot tub they to be can't honest, fit in a hot tub to be honest nobody's got it like bang on nobody knows basically everyone's given a different answer but Simon Adams uh basically took our pound coin challenge for reference assuming an optimal packing of pound coins right next to each other a full olympic sized swimming pool filled with pound coins will be just north of uh, 2.3 billion Pounds, but so. how's he? What's his working out there? Well, that's the thing. Simon Adams did a lot of working out, and he drew diagrams and stuff like that. Patrick Spong, uh, I've actually tweeted. If you check out the at uh, Football Ramble uh, Twitter page, pages of the stuff, pages of of, of kind of um, working out. stuff. I mean, old, old Spongy knows his. Uh, Graham Milton. Graham Milton also did some diagrams. He also makes the point that uh, ignores the, that, that we're ignoring the fact that coins don't actually tessellate. So obviously, the yeah, space in between. So that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Someone showing them the, tra- the, the sort of trigonometry to work out. So the, a lot of people the have. Gaps. Okay. Unfortunately, they all come to different, uh, particularly uh, different results. So James Hancock, Charlie Howell, Mark Saunders, Chris Bennett, Frankie Patton, Elliot. 
Just everyone's got involved and they've all got different numbers. So I'm not even going to read out the numbers because it's completely arbitrary. So, so basically, what you're saying there is someone's going to have to physically do it <laughs> yeah. for, us, for us to accept their answer. And the only people have that kind of money kicking around. I was going to say, the tricky bit is, FIFA, isn't it? is yeah. getting hold yeah. of 170 million pounds. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you can't crowdfund it. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should. Well, Let's start a Patreon. Thanks for everyone for their interest anyway. Yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Uh, Indy, uh, this is strong. Uh, Luke, you, you'll find out with it, why this one's getting read out. Uh, you misinformed listeners as to the history of the 5,000-year-old site of Stonehenge. Right. You incorrectly told them that the stones come from Wales. While this is true for the small blue stones okay. transported from the Priscelli Hills in Pembrokeshire, the large stones that make the famous structure are sandstone and were actually quarried locally. Hmm? Have you seen how big they are, you turnip? Peace. Keep your nose out of things you have no fucking clue about and stick to the football. Well, it was addressed to me, Jim, so let, let me... Let me yeah, Indy. Yeah, yeah, Indy, thanks for getting in touch. <laughs> you uh, don't mean that. No, I've got to do he the, hasn't co- finished. the common courtesy. You know, I'm big on that. Um, it wasn't actually me that said that. What I said was, did you know that the stones uh, weren't um, quarried locally? And Jim said... I, yeah, I thought they were from Cardiff. So, there you go. I mean, right. the factual error in your email very much undermines it, doesn't yeah. it, Indy? And, and can I at, say, the very, at the very least, we're one all there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope Indy is Indiana Jones. Um, no, you idiot. And I'd like to say, Indy, I don't care. No, you the, don't. The, no. the, the site is, is very disappointing, whether the stones were, were quarried there or from far away or they were transported from South America by little pixies. It's a disappointment. And that's we're, why Stone Edge is coming into the Dean Windows Hall of Fame. We've got a bit more on that in the highlights of the week later. Oh, okay. um, sparking much debate like is this the new medieval weaponry chat stay, no it's stay, too boring Peter stay tuned to find out <laughs> I think you should do a Christmas lecture I mean you have to stay tuned because you're sat in that chair you can't go yeah, anywhere yeah. Yeah. show at the footballramble.com if you want to get involved there we go there we are our Huddersfield town going to put lots of pound coins in their bar yeah. before we do that can I just say Pete is that, have you only done two emails because every single email is about the swimming honestly on it, there, there's about 12 of them all these lads in their office jobs going just doing anything to get out of work anyway sorry Marcus, That's uh, all right. Huddersfield Town. Huddersfield Town in the top flight for the first time in 45 years. Amazing scenes. Worst game of the season. Yeah. No, it was yeah. awful. When I say amazing scenes, amazing scene for the yeah. shooter. <laughs> yeah. uh, scene was interesting. I enjoyed about four minutes of that game. I mm. think if Huddersfield had scored that tap in, it might have been a oh very different God. game. Oh, my God, yeah. But. Izzy Brown. <laughs> Is he scoring? No. <laughs> is he on loan from Chelsea? Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> is he going back there? Probably though, not. <laughs> when, when I um, when I saw that, I always think to myself: Is there a reason why I can defend the guy um, for missing that? Because mm. everyone's going to jump on him straight away. And, I, and the one thing I would say is, it came to him very quickly. And if you see the angle he was at, he couldn't see it till yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. late. Right. I think I think any non-professional athlete wouldn't have got anything on mm. that, let alone hit it. <laughs> I mean, it looked, it looked you poor. Are, it you, looked are, poor. you are right. I would have it, fallen onto it and knocked myself out on the post. <laughs> <laughs> you would have still been legging it up to avoid the attack. <laughs> you would have put it wide, and when everyone went, oh, you go on, I meant to put that wide, because uh, yeah. I much prefer to win on penalties. I much prefer to lose on penalties. <laughs> <laughs> Glorious failure is better than success. Yeah. Um, I, I, th- yeah, I think you're right, Luke. He did come across quickly, and it's one of those ones where he's obviously just not seen it. Um, and, and, it's, and, it, and he's gone in and it's come off him and he's just gone oh no, no. that's happened in front of everybody <laughs> the, game, the game itself was a fiercely contested one certainly mm. in midfield and, and they're two quite evenly matched teams and if you look at the games they played during the season it was, they were two 1-0 home wins and yeah. they both had the similar you know they let in a few they score a few type teams and mm. it was always going to be quite even well we said that didn't we with, with, when we were talking about the goal difference of the sides and whatnot. We, we thought it's either going to be a spectacular one or a boring one and, and regrettably it was mm. a boring one as well was, was I right in saying that Patrick Stewart Sir Patrick Stewart Sir Patrick Huddersfield Stewart. Town fan apparently man and mm. boy there we are yeah. Yeah. I, I kept, it, kept, it kept cutting to him and I was like I couldn't <laughs> figure out I couldn't figure out which side I couldn't figure out which side he was is that the only kind of like 
showbiz fraff yeah. they've got in the audience. Sorry, I was That's a, a good one, though. I was it a was bit good one, yeah. to say, was, 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 yeah. was Sir Patrick Stewart? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we all knew he was. Well, you can tell how bad the game was because I kept cutting to him over yeah. and over again. It's like, just get him to do a monologue. There's been a throw-in and Patrick Stewart just stood there. Get, in, get him to get in the minds of the players <laughs> and score some goals. Yeah. <laughs> do something. Um, did you see that um, Reading had big Dave Besant in their corner? Yeah, it was nice to see, wasn't it? Didn't help, did it? No. He's thickened, isn't he? You'd think you would have thunk it would have done on the penalties. Surprising to hear that's only the third ever penalty shootout in the Championship playoff final. Mm. Well, gem- generally it's a very good it. game, isn't it? Sort yeah. of end-to-end high-energy game, even if it's not necessarily very high yeah. scoring. But this one started quite well, but became very drab very quickly. Is, is there a bit of ro- more romance on the Huddersfield side rather yes, than the, yeah. than, so. than the Reading side? Because Reading have obviously had a crack a couple of times at the well, Premier Reading, League. Reading were an awful club as well. <laughs> what do you think of that? You know what I think that. I don't know. Well, yeah, the the Medeski is the most soulless stadium in English football. It's, oh, okay. it's an don't awful, blame the stadium. It's an awful destination to go and watch a game. They're called um, the Royals, Don't man. blame the town. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 apart from Robin Friday, I can't think of a single interesting thing about them. Yep, Sam. Yeah, that, that's like a, he's currently their manager. It's only part of Reading folklore, is it? You know, and I also think that Huddersfield Town have got a rich history and they and they deserve their uh, deserve their chance. Well, obviously they deserve a chance because they won the playoff final. Mm. But it would also be fascinating to see where David Wagner goes next with his team because yeah. oh, he's an exciting back. young coach uh, and he's got them to the, to the Premier League. He had a little dig at Ian Holloway after the game. Did you see that? What was no, that? What was that? Well, Ian Holloway was in one of his. I think I think I'm right in saying Ian Holloway was in one of his sort of why don't English coaches ever yeah, get right, a job yeah. type mm. moves? And he predicted Huddersfield to be relegated. This That's right. I was going to wow. say because some people yeah. were tipping Huddersfield, and 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 I was pretty sure he was one of them. And Wagner has done an incredible job. Fantastic. It, yeah. It's obvious to, to see. But I mean, this is, flipping Holloway was the man who thought that Steve Bruce should have got the Man United yeah. job. Yeah, it's, it's not great. It's not. It's not. I mean, just, just to remind ourselves, when you put that quote out there like that, it's not great. <laughs> if, if Steve Bruce gets the Man United job, where does that place Holloway in his head of where he should be? Oh man, God. well back in the Prem. Yeah, well, yeah. quite. Back in the Prem, easy. I, maybe like, genuinely like Newcastle level. <laughs> so, well, maybe so, not the Prem. Maybe I don't think self awareness is a stronger suit. No. To be honest, Jim, I, I also don't think it works like that. Jim, forgive me if I'm wrong. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that works like yeah, that. Yeah, but I think in Holloway's mind it might. I think Jim, yeah, this is what me. I mean. Yeah, and I think Holloway actually because because he comes out with odd stuff that you can't envisage or, or predict him saying so he says oh Steve Bruce should be the Man United job oh what so you should be the Stoke manager or something like that he would probably go no I'd see myself managing Napoli no, I mean, yeah. something really left field you know? Holloway being successful inhabits the same kind of place in my mind as like Jimmy Bollard does that kind of like lost Premier League years where he you're took, like I, something went a bit weird there. He, t- he took uh, Blackpool to the top of the Premier League point yeah. I think at least for yeah, a week yeah do you remember they were top, week, of, were they top of Christmas no no it was like three or four games oh, okay. in. No, top, no, of top of Christmas is a big shout that's a Christmas? big shout yeah, yeah. Awesome. when do you celebrate Christmas did you see also a big story from that game is a German man missed a penalty yeah Huddersfield player missed a penalty obviously they were, even he was right. so happy it, at it the was, end yeah. it was in England for an English team True. at Wembley though so, so it it, maybe that out. kind of balances it out the the, uh, the penalty algorithm predicted the right result as well as yeah. seen on Twitter Pete Donaldson tried to stitch me up couldn't get away with it I wasn't trying to stitch you up I was, just, I was actually pointing out me stitching myself up so well, I, what, what you're I throwing actually, yourself under the bus I was throwing myself under the bus oh, very honourable of you Pete said on WhatsApp go on body language Reading are going to win this and, I and said, that was true wasn't I agree but they were before the numbers were crunched but what I also said the algorithm doesn't care about body language mate Maybe you should have done the emails this week then. Two words algorithm. for you. Two words for you, Pete. Hard data. <laughs> Hang on, the algorithm does care about body language, doesn't it? Doesn't no. it care about the talent no. and how knackered they are? I think yeah. you'll find it's got a lot more 
serious since those days, Mark. Well, you, no, you talk about version 1.0 there. It's, it's, it's it's the pipe, this is the point where... Uh, you jumped in before I could finish. We're on Mountain Lion now. Where Luke's Atasha case falls up and there's just a sandwich in there. Who's got the most colour in their boots? It got it right. That's all you need to worry about. That's all you need to worry about, ladies and gentlemen. But one of the things I wanted to point out is that uh, Gary Cottrell, who was this guy, Sports Roving reporter, in much the same way that someone jumped on Arsene Wenger as soon as he won the FA Cup, grabbed Christopher Schindler, who mm-hmm. scored the decisive penalty, and said to him straight away, first question, you've just scored a £200 million penalty, how does that mm-hmm. feel? Mm-hmm. Has to be up money, doesn't it? Everything has I, to be money. I, I, would, I would, at that point, went, well, I would like to see a bit of it. Yeah, that's what <laughs> like, I said to my I wife. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see a bit of that then. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. But, um, I think he should have listed off the things. that. And someone was saying that also they brought a check on, like a giant check on. I don't, they that, did was not. Was that definitely real, though? That looked like a Photoshop. Oh, I, okay, right. yeah, yeah, I hope it wasn't yeah, real. Fair enough. I'm not. I'm, uh, Pete's the visual art man, not me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe it's Petr Cech. He popped in. Probably Pete's dad. <laughs> what am I doing here? Oh, Most of them brought on Peter Cech completely naked and wrote on his back, on his back, <laughs> two hundred million pounds, Huddersfield yeah. Town, and Peter Cash signed it on the back of his helmet. Yeah, could just do <laughs> wish helmet, mate. <laughs> You know what you've done. <laughs> oh, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Not as much as Petter. No. Uh, well, congratulations to Huddersfield anyway. Great. We look yeah. forward to seeing what they got in, in their yeah. locker next season. Yeah, well, That's well, where you're from, isn't it, Pete? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's team went up. All yeah. right. It's another nice place. Nice Newcastle. See a, a team from the north doing something. Exactly. Doing Newcastle, something. Newcastle, another place where Pete's not from. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, Blackpool, they're up. They yes. won the League Two Another team from the north. Tangerines are going up. Thousands of Blackpool fans t- stayed away in, in protest at the owners. It was very impressive, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, there was obviously a fair few thousand of them there, but I, I, I didn't really know what to think about this one because from w- what's going on at that club, you think, I'd like those supporters to get a little bit of joy, but at the same time, if they go up, the owners will be happy and I don't want them well, to be happy. a funny one, yeah. What they've done is they've um, <clears throat> foregone uh, sort of immediate sort of success for, for what they think is the, is the long term health of their club and, I, yeah. and I've, I've been I've been a long supporter of people doing that generally anyway yeah. uh, so I can't I can't criticise them for it it's a shame for the players because the players obviously try as hard as yeah. they can mm. the manager manager's done a good job there <clears throat> he's the son of um, one of the guys who played, who won the European Cup with Nottingham Forest I think Gary Bowyer um, his okay. name escapes me now but anyway so he, he's, he's had a good season he's done well um, given that they were in absolute oh. free fall I mean and not just the fact that you know clearly when teams get relegated over and over again they mm. find their level but just to raise that confidence and raise that the morale, atmosphere around the club as well yeah it's very, it's very mm. difficult and he's done an excellent job and he should be applauded for it but the Blackpool mm. fans have clearly decided that the long term ownership and the mm-hmm. future of the club is more important and I completely respect and that, that but congratulations to them mm. and, and sad and sad hard lines to, to Pete's favourite Paul Tisdale yeah <laughs> oh, I, do, I wish he'd gone up because I like him do you know yeah. what I, I like the way he dresses I think he sartorially let himself down that player final he was very uh, <laughs> Subdued, wasn't he? Mm. I think. Do you know what I think he did? I think he just straight copied uh, Luis Enrique. <laughs> do you reckon? Yeah, he went straight for the Luis Enrique look. It used to be, it used to be an individual. Paul it used to be distinctive. Actually, Yap Stam had um, Enrique trainers on as well. Didn't yeah, they? and they're an open shirt. Yeah, it's, it's all ball. the rage now. It is all the rage. Yeah, and there was another cup final happening in Britain. It was the Scottish one. Yes, mm. and Celtic won it. Surprise, surprise. Although Aberdeen, <laughs> uh, they did take them to the ninety-second minute, which yeah. is uh, which is. Well done. They had a very good chance as well. Not not quite an open goal, but not a million miles away where they could have taken the lead. Um, Brendan Rodgers with a domestic treble. Just killing it. Uh, Disgusting. I know you can be the invincible Brendan Rodgers. But that is incredible. Is that sort of uh, performance that would get the Crystal Palace job, that? (laughs) (laughs) Telling you. After Big Veng, he's in there, Jim. Um, But Aberdeen did did have the lead, only for for a couple of minutes. Um, But Aberdeen have got to feel so mugged off by Celtic because not only did Celtic 
finished first, and of course Aberdeen was second in the league, although a distinct second. Yeah, a long way yeah, back. So yeah, so come on. They went on a, had a little uh, period of time, Aberdeen, because I've, I've followed them, not closely, but I've followed them because they're my sort of Scottish team, and they, they went on a really good run at one point. They, they looked like they were going to Ten match winning streak at yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which yeah. Uh, which uh, surpassed Alex Ferguson's record set back in the mid-80s. Can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. Because he went on and did some quite good stuff, Alex Ferguson, from mm. what I remember. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he won, the, he, won, he won a European and, trophy. And Derek McInnes, I believe I'm right in saying, Derek McInnes has been linked with a couple of jobs south of the border as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has worked south of the board. I think he was in in, in Bristol for a bit. But it, it, you know, McInnes himself. So they finished second in the league, obviously behind Celtic. Um, Aberdeen beat them in the League Cup final as well. Yeah, they've beaten them there with a ninety second minute um, winner. And of course, McInnes lost out to Rogers for the Scotland Manager of the Year award. Mm. You know, so very much uh, second place. But really, a great season for Aberdeen. Yeah. I know it won't feel like that because Celtic have been blisteringly yeah. good in Scotland. So you know, you can't argue too much there. I mean, yeah, Wait, yeah. when when Big Brendan. Turned Turns up and turns on the star. It's business time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think we'd all agree around this table, certainly, that and whatever colour of, of, of team you support up in Glasgow, he's been a breath of fresh air. Yeah, a breath of fresh air. His envelopes were empty this year. Yeah. <laughs> it really has been. He really has been. Um, right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about some foreign affairs after this. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble.
I'm so fancy, but you already know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the football ramble. I'm so fancy, but you already know. Just sensational. Sensational. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. The preview show sponsored by Bet365 is out on Friday, the last preview show of the season. And we will be looking forward to the Champions League, of course. But how did our man in the chair get on, Luke? Well, Michael Laurie predicted that Aiden Hazard would score first, mm. which obviously didn't happen. So he is now out of that hot seat. <clears throat> get out two. of the hot seat! He got two, didn't get his hat trick. So I know. We, we need someone uh, to step into, the, to, into it for the final time this season, safe in the knowledge that they may well be occupying it throughout the summer. Yeah, if you, if you win that one, it's a big response. Then you've got a big rest, and I think that's probably where a lot of people fall down because they, they get the first one, yeah. and that's that is the big hurdle. Yeah. They get the second. It is, it, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Indeed, and I think if you can take a bit of time off from emailing Pete about swimming pools, yeah, um, you could perhaps email him with your better the week suggestion to show at thefootballramble dot or both. Concentrate on prostate cancer, thank you. Why not compare the two? Yeah. There we are, you see. Um, to Spain we go for, for for the Kings Cup. Barcelona won it, of course. They beat Alavés 3 1 in the final. Luis Enrique ending his spell as Barcelona manager with a cup win. I mean, it's fairy tale stuff, Jim. Yeah, well, it sort of is. But apparently, <laughs> did you see what, what came out? That's a dig. A, he's, apparently, um, he's apparently left because of Messi and Neymar in particular. Is that oh, right? right? Who, who've Not apparently, good enough. Well, well, yeah, quite. <laughs> well, that, great. I can't well, get anything about these two. That's what they think of him, apparently. Right. And apparently there's some, some you know senior players alongside that, that that have been thinking that since since 2015, apparently. And really? they've, they've never really sort of oh. liked his kind of style of play. Still yeah. on two doubles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's a amazing, treble. isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing, but that's that he did win a treble, yeah. yeah. But that that's just from from the report I read. So it's the player power is clearly massive at that club, and it's, it's looks like it's done for Enrique. Oh, it's had been had been though, hasn't it? it yeah, was a bit Catalan so. obviously um, organization. Pep was the leader of that. Ernesto, Ernesto Valverde is a new manager. Yes. today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. from uh, Bill uh, Bar. Bill Bar. Yeah, yeah, he, he managed them a couple of times. Managed in PR cost. I think he played for him for a bit as well, didn't he? <sighs> Um, yes, but, but, um, in the 80s. I read a couple of, a couple of articles earlier saying that you know he's got a bit of a job on his hands. He needs to refresh the playing squad. Not obviously not Messi and Neymar, but like at the back particularly, mm. and and sit and because they've got an ageing squad in certain areas. So it'll be it'll be fascinating to see mm. what he gets up to. What it'll he be does. fascinating to see which players PK his interest. <laughs> <laughs> He's been he's been linked with the job a number of times, hasn't he? And he's always it's never really sort of worked for him. And then people sort of put two and two together when he resigned at Bilbao a while back. So, so yeah, I mean another another uh, another step in the uh, another chapter in the story of Barcelona. I suppose. Yeah, my goodness. Uh, Anders Iniesta became the most decorated player in Spanish football history after winning his thirty third title there. Surpassing you just call him Anders. He's not Scandinavian. Andres. Andres. Sorry, yeah. Andres Iniesta. Yeah. You're a Spanish speaker as well. I'm not a native Spanish, Spanish speaker. speaker. <laughs> well, I thought you were. Yeah. Andre. Normally, know Andres Iniesta's name. Yeah, no, I struggle with it there. Yeah. Yeah. Simon, uh, Simon Adams, who came up with the whole uh, swimming pool uh, business, uh, he did give us a, a Ronaldo update. He can now go 581 goalless games and still be ahead of Raúl, which oh. I quite like. Wow! He wants another dig, does he? Have a pop. Barcelona have they have they salvaged something out of their season? It's Second funny one, the them, isn't it? They're, they're, they will be disappointed by it. You know, Neymar's goal was it was only his twentieth of the season. It's pouring it. It is. <laughs> no, but for, for Neymar, the season before was 31, before that was 39, in a similar amount of games as well. So actually, you, you would think, you'd, you'd expect that he'd have had better stats than that. Messi got his regulatory 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a good season when he notches up 50. I think he got 51 in all competitions for club and country, so that's fine. Oh, hang on, you're thrown in the country? I, th- I think for both. I, th- I, I haven't got the stats in front of me. I'm not a stat man, but... Um, I, I fear I, for the people who do the compilations, because, I mean, that's two Evanescence tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next to each other, really. Maybe even a remix. Yeah. Two dreadful drum and bass... <laughs> 
piece of the music. Yeah. DJ, mm. my goodness. So uh, th- I just want to, want to take a moment for the Theo Hernandez free kick, the goal that Alaves did get. That was a beauty. Was absolutely brilliant. He's on loan from Atletico, isn't he? But I think Real Madrid have, have perhaps signed him or there's, there's talk of it. He looks a real player. Alaves came into our, our hearts and minds when they played Liverpool, of course, in the, uh, would it have been the UEFA Cup final? Yes. It was, yeah, 5-4. 5-4. Five, five <laughs> treble. That's yeah, season. and that kit that they had, Alaves... I don't know if it was that kit or the kit they brought out the following season had every season every season ticket holder's name on the jersey. Nice. Just a number of clubs. I believe the Hearts have done. Yeah, I was just saying, a few clubs I think have I think done. Arsenal that. might have done mm. something similar when they had the, the weird white away kit. There was something on it. I think Arsenal did. It <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's not, not a season ticket. You need like an extra, that. extra large for yeah. that. It's, it's not, not, it's not an uncommon thing though. No, no, no. But I, that was the first time I'd heard of that uh, particular that's, phenomena. That's where uh, Alaves hold their place in your heart on that. For that, very much so. And I hope you agree with me, ladies and gentlemen. Serie A time because. Uh, Roma finished the season by beating Genoa 3-2 and it was Totti's final game mm. as a Roma player um, being with the club for 25 years 25 years it's always 28 isn't it I think like from, from the youth club so is that as right well. as a first longer. team player or as a professional I mean that is just that's incredible and he came on in the 54th minute for, for the injured uh, Mo Salah which was nice because he actually did you hate keep... Mo Salah <laughs> No, it was nice because he got a proper run out, you know. Yeah. He was never going to start a 40-year-old man in a game that they needed to win because they wanted to ensure that they finished second, of course, and that goes for something in the Champions League. Genoa were not having it, were they? They certainly were. That's how you do it, Sunderland. But quite incredibly, (laughs) though, yeah, right, quite incredibly, um, uh, the young lad, Pellegri, scored and he became Serie A's youngest ever goal scorer. Is it passing of the baton? Well, (laughs) big pressure for him. Who knows? That's okay. (laughs) I've thought, um, I really enjoy watching Totti over the years. I I, I think, you know, he's he's part of the... you know, the football watching furniture if you like I can't yeah. really remember a huge amount of time when he's not been playing mm. when I've been watching yeah. the game you know I loved you know, he's, he's a fantastic he was a fantastic player I mean his, his, his left foot was beautiful his touches his ability to control the game were, were fantastic and and, um, and, and, and and you know he inspired his teammates as well um, the list of players he's played with over the years is, is absolutely wonderful to see as well. And clearly, also lifted the World Cup too, the, the King of Rome. And I also yeah. thought, I also thought his, um, his send off was actually really genuinely heartfelt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he did exactly what we, we, we mentioned that we would like to see a player do, which is essentially not let it take over the game, yes. not make it all about yourself, uh-huh. do what you need to do for the team. Um, come on because you genuinely could change the game even at that age and, and they got the result they wanted of course and then everyone was involved in it in, in a really genuine heartfelt way and I think that, that is a testament to, to the player and the person he is because if, if all the reports are to be believed I don't obviously know the guy but he, he clearly is some personality there's a lot of uh, philanthropic work and that stuff as well Great to see and, and a great send off and a fitting one for the man. Yeah, I wonder if if it was a meaningless game we might have seen a little bit more of the pop and facade. Well, maybe, but I mean, but you'd hope not. You don't. I, I, don't, don't, I, don't, I don't think he'd. I don't think he would want that. Genuinely, no. I mean, uh, James Horncastle did a great tribute to him um, mm. on on BT Sport, saying you know, Totti is so identifiable with Rome. He all he ever wanted to do was play for Rome, yeah. and he never wanted to play for anyone else. He said at the very start of his career, I'm never going to leave this club. He said, whenever I go for a walk, and I'm paraphrasing what James said, really, he said everyone feels like my brother and sister and all that sort of stuff. It's a real love story mm. between uh, a man and a club, and it should really be recognised as such. And it also means that there are now only two footballers who featured on FIFA '96. Still playing. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, King Kazu, Japanese guy. Yeah, Buffon and, and Jamie Curitan. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, I like that go. a lot. There you go. That's class, eh? mm. My goodness, yeah. He, he leaves um, <laughs> the game of football uh, as the second highest goal scorer in Serie A history, which isn't too shabby at all. Obviously, Roma's top scorer and top appearance holder of all time. But also, and, and this is an impressive one as well, because I know people might think, well, obviously he's been around there so long, but it's still an, an incredible achievement to play at that level for that club. You know, and, and you're right when he says he wanted to play for Roma. 
Well, the club have to agree to that. Yeah, you know, course, as yeah. well. And, and he has to be been, good enough. Yeah, exactly, he has yeah. been that good enough. He's also the Champions League's oldest goal scorer at 38 years old. Fantastic. Which is which is which is quite brilliant. And what more of an accolade could you want than being uh, tweeted about by Diego Maradona saying he's the best player he ever saw? <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing about Diego that is, was definitely yeah, just, sober when he. Uh, he's just <laughs> trying to get in on it, isn't it? That's doing a bit of broadcast as we do here. You feel a little bit sort of uh, you're a little bit sort of worried about which way to take that because yeah. part of me wants to say, yeah, Diego Maradona said a lot of stuff, and the other part of me doesn't want to be sort of denigrate Totti's like. Uh, I think career. it's the first one. Yeah, so it's I'm probably, still I'm still sure of a FIFA thing to be honest. No, yeah, I was thinking because '96 I think was the first year they were polygonal characters before right. that they were just two dimensional guys in a polygonal stadium mm. so he might have been actually a, one of the final two dimensional ones in the right. previous game 95 there we are you see oh, I don't know they the, they're the sort of emails I want to read yeah. I don't care about maths you've, you've, think, really, you've really got to the nub of the issue don't you? I, I think so yeah. FIFA 99 featured players like Gianco Tiano and Brian Plank I think that was before <laughs> they had the, uh, the licence did they have Brian Penis in there <laughs> was, was, was FIFA 96 Pete the one where you could run away from the referee and you'd Never no, they're the old school ones. They're like yeah. 90, 92 and stuff. Like, there was a punch option as well, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. There yeah. wasn't a punch option. There was a punch option. For the game. There was on FIFA 95. If you press, Liar. I think it was A and B, you Liar. could punch. Like, you could. It was, right, it was more like a truth. shove. That it was more truth. like a shove. But FIFA would never sanction that. They're very respectful. Oh, someone's getting involved in Pete's video game. Oh, dear. But yeah, Francesco Totti, it will be strange to not see him playing football. Although, I mean, is there a chance that he could have a little... There's been a little bit of talk that he might move over to Miami FC for yeah. a season yeah. oh, and, and you know who uh, is involved there is it not um, Nesta's the yeah. manager and Maldini's the owner there we it's go getting the band back together lovely old well job. it's like a super group isn't it in a sense it, it would be very um, much so dead in the city when the heat is on Keep going. <laughs> I don't know anything. Will Smith. Though. Keep yeah. going. Yeah, Will Smith. Though. Yeah. Um, do you want a little transfer roundup so far? I'd love Ooh, one. Before we go to the heart of the week, it's yeah. basically all Man City related. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bernardo Silva has moved from Monaco to Man City. Yep. Uh, and uh, they're also looking at sort of Edison from Benfica, the Brazilian goalkeeper. Joe, Joe Hart's returned on loan from Torino. Oh. Very heartfelt Instagram. So how much it was? Well, it's always hard. It was, it was like the best year, good. Thanks. It was the best year of his career and all that sort of stuff. Saying so you'll never forget it and all that sort of. Like, well, right, but I'm ninth, never leaving England again. <laughs> yeah. If you finish ninth in Serie A, yeah. you know what a season. I know, right? That's, I live long in the memory. <laughs> I think he, I think he meant the experience. <laughs> I'm really bit, that's naughty of me. Yeah, yeah fair play to him for going. I think people have, just, have thought for a while you're a little England, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> West Ham have made a bid for, for Kelechi and Nacho, £20 million apparently. Yeah. And I'm all building up to this one. This is the big one. Uh-huh. So brace yourselves for mm-hmm. this. Burnley want Barry Bannon. Barry, Barry Bannon. Bannon! From Sheffield Wednesday. So, you know, bated breath on that one. Lovely. Bated breath for Burnley's uh, Barry Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just like saying Barry Bannon. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Superb, yeah. Very well, a um, uh, little bit of uh, uh, moving about in, in, the, in the football sphere as well. Uh, Maradona recently uh, been appointed technical director of United Arab Emirates second division side, Alpha Uara. We've already talked about this. That. I gave him a Mortradamus prediction of three months in the job, didn't I? I, like, <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I just thought off the back of that, you know. Yeah. It's always nice to get a, re- a reminder. Mm. Well, this is know. the same man who uh, liked to manage Napoli too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. He said, he said um, we talked about this in the live show, didn't we? He said, he said if the £33 million owe you can be sorted out, in quotes, yeah. I'll come and do the job if you want. Why's it not being allowed in a country? I know, right? <laughs> well, you're allowed in. Uh, yeah, you're not allowed, allowed to again. With yeah. silk pants. Imagine calling up the Inland Revenue and being like, yeah, right, that, that, that bill. <laughs> and we saw that out. I want to manage West Ham. I know, you probably can't. You're just a call centre worker. But can you, can you speak to the manager? I've, I've found a, a term called statute of limitations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that past? I'll, yeah. I'll do it for a signing on for you 34 million <laughs> yeah. euros here's how it works 
I effectively steal thirty three million pound off you, and then I get a job. Yeah, and then I start paying tax <laughs> that by, way. Which, by the way, I won't. I won't lie to you. I will be fucking terrible at. <laughs> I'm horrendously underqualified. Yeah, for. I'll be there for like three months. <laughs> He's wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Um, are we ready to go to the highlights of the week? End. We Have you guys got any before I go into the list? Because I've got, I've only got a couple, but they're quite long. So I, okay. I, it's, it's more about uh, well, it's about quantity rather than quality. Really, it is, yeah. It? yeah. Um, Alan Pardew saying he'd never managed Sunderland because of his Newcastle past. Oh, knock yourself out, mate. They don't care, do they? He went even more jolly uh, when yeah. he said that. Knock yourself yeah. out. He really did. <laughs> yeah. um, do Newcastle fans care, Pete? Uh, I think I think uh, they'd uh, want him to do it. Yeah. I, uh, there's a lot of times when Newcastle fans are accused of being very sentimental about certain managers, and I think no Pardew did enough damage and talked enough shite. Took him the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> which which, managers, enough which shite. managers do you think they're sentimental about? You what? Which managers do you think they're sentimental All about? All the bad ones. <laughs> just say his name. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to hear his name. Say it. <laughs> say it, you dirty boy. Yeah. Dirty little pervert. Yeah. dirty boy. Oh, what dirty oh. little hairy boy. Speaking of which, Benoit Asuakoto having to yeah. deny that he's quitting football to become a porn star because Harry Redknapp apparently just spread that rumour. Stitched him up massively. <laughs> he's Redknapp running out of ways to get transfer <laughs> targets into the press. Yeah. I think, so. yeah. I think basically Redknapp's <clears throat> thought he's not picking up his call, maybe he's changed his number, yeah. his emails yeah. are bouncing about how do I t- send up the smoke signal yeah. to Benoit Get, in a, get in a paper. Yeah. Well, well, especially, actually, when, especially when you can't even use a mobile phone, remember? Yeah, yeah quite. Oh, that's, yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah, Asimakotu hates football, doesn't he? So he's probably got to get him into a different area of the press. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we'd actually read about it. So yeah. Redknapp says he likes signing for Birmingham City, but oh, he's, he's becoming a porn star. And then Asimakotu was like, well, cheers for that. Now my, I had to do a lot of explaining to my mum. <laughs> and, uh, and, right, and it's just like, oh my goodness. Anyway, it's so a start of a great working relationship between the two, I'm sure. <laughs> get up on the right foot. There we go. There we go. Anyway, highlights of the week. Lots of Stonehenge chat, which I mentioned earlier, um, some people lauding the new visitor centre, Marcus, which I also bloody enjoyed, So, um, and some people siding with you as well, saying it was a bit of a disappointment. Most people. A few also recommending the... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. About, about 52% yeah. of them. <laughs> well, that's Goblin all that's over a, again. That's a landslide. <laughs> uh, a few recommending the Avery Stone Circle, which I would also recommend, mm-hmm. which is just down the road. But, How is it different? Um, I've been there a few times. It's a lot bigger. A lot, it's, right? it's actually a circle, um, sort of a more traditional circle. But the disappointing thing is, I don't know how this ever happened, and perhaps people could let us know. Um, somehow the local council have been allowed to build a road through the middle of it. <laughs> Fantastic. Right through the middle of it. <laughs> so you have to cross a road to go round it. There you go, so you can just drive past it in your car, I told you. There you go. Take that, Henge. Um, so <laughs> more Neolith- Neolithic monument <laughs> chat there. Uh, let's get on to the two that I've... I've um, I've put, pulled out here. Uh, I'll bring on this one first from, from Jordan. I'll end with the second one because the second you, you'll see why. Jordan Corbo's got in touch with us to say the quest. Uh, my heart of the week was the quest to find the most interesting club name in world football. Took a real turn this week mm. with the excellently named Mackay and Whit Sunday's Magpies Crusaders United Very <laughs> being announced as the latest team to enter the state league in Queensland, uh, Australia, from 2018 onwards. It's a combination of two former clubs, and unfortunately for them, but fortunately for the rest of us, they just couldn't compromise on the name. Uh, <laughs> attached a picture of their club badge and it's, it, which is weird mm. um, and I'll be featured they'll be following their Crusades very closely next season Jordan you can be our official correspondent for the Mackay on Whit Sunday's Magpies Crusaders United if you want can um, we shot on that somehow yeah for ease of the Mumku the Mumku the Mumku yeah Mumku yeah the sort of thing you see outside Primark yeah well Pete you've got involved there so this one's focused on you mate right this is from Tom Float the beautifully named Tom Float Floaters more of an instruction than a name really he says what he's a little floater isn't he yeah you float my highlight was walking past the Hackney Empire late on Saturday evening after an eventful ramble live show with a kebab in hand yeah 
which is where we played on Saturday, obviously, for those who don't know. As we headed towards the nearest available bench, a pretty young woman received an apology for being kept waiting by one Pete Donaldson as we passed by. Oh. Sounds, like, sounds like me. Momentarily starstruck and walking slowly away, me and my two mates confer before deciding there was only one correct way to proceed. My, droken, my drunken co-conspirator shouted down Mayor Street, Oi, Pete! I wondered who that was, because I turned around and went, Oh, what? And they went, well, oh. Well, we've got like that. I'd been rude. Let's have this side of the <laughs> 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 Oh, there was Pete! I went, what? Yeah, I'm going to side with these fellas. Clearly disgruntled after what must have been a tough hour entertaining drunken, <laughs> noisy gooners, he called back, what? Rather aggressive. Aggressively. <laughs> Taken oh. aback and clearly disheartened at the brash reply, my mate could only ask just about half shout, nothing. <laughs> Before we turned around to continue our hunt for a place to eat, a muted takeaway dinner for Pete Street Heckler aside. It was a hilarious show and a great evening. Thanks a lot, chaps. Pete, you've let us all down Look, very badly. That's why you prefer the groucher, isn't it? You don't get the great <laughs> unwashed in there. I, no, I, 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 you. Myself. I was very nice to a lot of people and clearly well quite rude to that person. Well, but, I think, I think what but people if someone just like, shows. I think what people don't like is you, and I'm going to use air quotes Talking here, to girls. No, is you, is you, in quotes, talking to people like that and calling them normals. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you no, see yourself can... as a celebrity and you call them, you refer to them as normal. What does Harry Potter call uh, non-magic people? Oh, uh, muggles. Muggles. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like muggles. That, Very yeah. much like muggles, yeah. Because, so, Pete, when you say to yeah, us, oh, muggle. I don't like doing the live show stuff, I don't like yeah. going to the bar afterwards because there's too many normals there. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. people find yeah. that quite disrespectful. Yeah, I don't like the way they, I don't like the smell. No. I don't like but, yeah, milk. They yeah. smell milky. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> We've started the conceit oi, oi, that I'm a horrible man. It's, it's not a conceit. I would like to if say... I, if you remember anything from this right. show, that is not a conceit. If anybody else has met me out, out and about, <laughs> can you please, please confirm that I am a nice chap and I have frequently Tell you what, show put my hand in my pocket for drinks? I've met you loads So they'll horrible. be my friends. Bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen. I, sorry, just sort of cut There is a difference between being a nice chap and putting your hand in your pockets for drinks. Yeah. Hang on. Bearing in mind, ladies and gentlemen, and he was found not guilty. That uh, you know, we, we we we've not got many shows left. We've got the preview show, and then and then we'll have uh, mm. w- with this show next uh, early next week. Get your emails in. Showatthefootballramble.com if you've come across Pete. Yeah, if you've met yes. Pete in the wild, give us your opinion. Or if I've come across, give it. us an opinion on him. But we had a wonderful time at Hackney Empire, despite all the drunken louts in the audience. Yeah, Pete, um, OJ Simpson is literally in jail for <clears throat> kidnapping at this very moment. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Bit, yeah. Let's not talk about OJ Simpson. Let's Sorry, talk about the wonderful crowd at Hackney. It was great. It was fantastic. Got a bit yeah. boisterous. It was so rowdy. We've never had such a rowdy gig. And we've been to both Dublin and Edinburgh. Yeah. And Glasgow. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was it, probably rowdier Edinburgh than those. <laughs> and they were great. Yeah, but it was wonderful. Thank you so much for coming, everybody. It was uh, it was an absolute privilege to uh, to be talking to you and then with you. It wasn't afterwards. a privilege. I mean, it was, it was, it was a, a transaction that was agreed upon. Yeah. <laughs> They paid the money, we delivered the performance, everyone was happy. It's not usually that rowdy. If you came no, for the first time and went, whoa, that's loud, it's not usually that loud. But then, it was everyone was sunburnt and <laughs> irritable yeah. and pissed out their Somewhat minds. tanked up. I got two men up on stage who shouldn't have been in front of people. I had yeah, a Chelsea yeah. scarf thrown at me. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I was very, very honoured and humble. Yeah. That you, humbled that you <laughs> Which is not like you, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, in, of honor, I indirectly about. caused a man to hit another man in the eye with a sex toy. There yes. we go. Uh, and he says yeah, inadvertently yeah. he doesn't mean that <laughs> let's, let's see what they come up with next week the, the, the good people emailing in the show um, thank you very much uh, once again to all who came to Hackney mm. and thank you very much for listening to this podcast as well whether you bought a ticket or a download um, well uh, tickets those were tickets uh, we bought a download <laughs> whether you bought a ticket <laughs> oh it does
<laughs> Whether you bought a ticket or you've downloaded this podcast, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, okay, right. Um, um, I've got one bit, final bit of admin before you go. Um, look out for the Acast uh, Plus special for May coming out very, very soon. Very so soon. refresh your feeds ASAP. And if you're not subscribed to Acast Plus, only one ninety nine a month uh-huh. with the Acast app, you might want to do so now because Marcus has got a bloody lovely treat for you. Bloody Ooh. lovely treat, ladies and gentlemen. That, that is actually buying a download. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. dug you out the hole there, Don, uh, Speller. I almost said Donald's. I'm so used, so used to, used to it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably dug Donald's in that one somehow as well. <laughs> it's, just, it's muscle memory at that point. <laughs> right, we've got to go. Uh, for crying out loud. Get out of um, there. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, that man, Peter. What? And it's goodbye from me. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.